All right, good afternoon. So, do you guys feel so different being kind of this much space in between us? Uh, before this was actually on the stage, and I thought that would be so so awkward. So I want to move it as close as I can to you guys. Yeah, but this this time, man, we are so blessed, as Rich said, to to be able to meet here. They uh, actually the phone mushli came in during worship and was asking if everything was okay, if everything was going the way that we thought it would, and so we're so grateful for their hospitality. And, and the idea is that this would be a very permanent place for us. This is a good home for us as we grow and as we send out people to plant churches and make disciples. Alright, so if you have your Bibles, we're going to Mark chapter 7. New space, but same gospel. Mark chapter 7, still there. Space, but still the same book. Uh, right, it'll be up here on the screen, but it'll be verses 1 through 23. So, yeah. you know, growing up, one of, the, uh, one of the biggest fears that I had as a kid, I don't know why I had this, but one of the biggest fears I had as a kid was actually quicksand. And I don't know if I you know, saw that in a movie or if there was something that I read, but just the idea of falling into something where you're completely stuck really freaks me out as a kid, and I was horrified. You see, how quicksand is one of those things that if you fall into it, the harder you try to work and the harder you try to save yourself, the worse it actually gets. And so really you have to sit there and you have to wait until somebody either throws you a rope or gets a stick or they can drag you out so you can be saved. And the thing about it is that every single one of us, I believe, whether we are a Christian or not, we have areas in our life where we feel stuck. That there are areas in your life, or maybe areas in your spouse's life, or your friend's life, or your kid's life that you want to change and that you want to see changed. But Mark is going to lead us into a story where Jesus teaches us that if we try to use anything other than the gospel to change us or to see other people change, it's just like trying to save ourselves in quicksand. It's going to become worse and worse. And there's four things that Mark is going to lead us to as we study through these verses. And he's going to talk about how Jesus ultimately delivers, destroys, and frees us from the power of sin. 
说呢？到最后，其实呢，神最终是可以帮助我们歼灭所有一切的罪的。I still stand for the reading of the Word of God. We're just going to read verses one through five. So if this is your first time here, what we usually do is we count to three and we read this together out loud. We read it first in English and then in Chinese. All right, one, two, three. The Pharisees and some of the scribes who come from Jerusalem gathered around him. They observed that some of his disciples were eating bread with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, keeping the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they have washed. And there are many other customs they have received and keep, like the washing of cups, pitchers, kettles, and dining couches. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him. Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating bread with ceremonial unclean hands? Chinese. 如果不认真洗手，就不吃东西。从街市回来，若不先洗手，就不吃东西。还有许多别的传统，他们都沿袭居首，例如洗杯、洗罐、洗铜器等等。法利赛人和经学家问耶稣：“你们的门徒为什么不遵循古人的传统，用不洁的手吃饭呢？” All right, then you guys can be seated. 请坐。All right, so Mark's going to take us through these four things about how legalism or man-made tradition defines sin, and how Jesus ultimately delivers us from sin. 那马可呢？他就跟我们讲了四点哈，一个律法主义怎么样子来畏罪下一个定义，但是他也告诉我们说，耶稣如何来释放我们从罪中走出来。If you look at verses one through five, what we see is that the Pharisees and the scribes they travel all the way from Jerusalem to look and see what Jesus and his disciples were doing. 第一节我们看到法利赛人跟几个文士，他们呢就一直不断的从耶路撒冷跟到。And you might read that and think, "Wow, what a great thing that these guys traveled almost 120 kilometers to just look and see what Jesus was doing." You would think this is very good, isn't it? Traveled 120 kilometers to just look and see what Jesus was doing. But what we find out is that these Pharisees and these scribes, they didn't really want to hear what Jesus taught. They didn't want to see what Jesus was doing. All they wanted to do was critique and to catch Jesus. 其实呢，这里法利赛人跟文士并不是要来听耶稣他在教导什么，而是要来看，就是来找茬的。And the big thing with the Pharisees and scribes, if you guys can follow me for a second, is they created this whole system, this religious, this man-made system, where they decided who was in. And who was out? That Pharisees, they themselves also created a whole system, and then tell you that they are not one of them. And what we want to see first is that man-made In verse two and five, in verse three through four, you see how all of their focus was on how you performed or what you were doing externally. Why don't you wash your hands? Why don't you wash your cups? Why don't you wash your dining couches? 
。所以我们在二到四节那里有看到说，哈，这比较是外在的东西。你怎么没有洗手啊？你怎么没有洗盘啊？ And what happened at, very, at the very end, verse five? Their problem is that Jesus and his disciples were not living up to their traditions, and they were doing things the way that they thought they should be done. 那在第五节也有讲到说呢，其实耶稣的门徒呢，并没有按照法利赛人他们所制定出来这样子的一个条例做事，而是做出他们认为可以去做的事情。And what we're going to find out is the Pharisees and the scribes—they paid so much attention to their performance, how they acted, that they left their hearts unattended to. So, the Pharisees—they are focused on external actions, but they And you might think, okay, why is this a big deal? Like, why were they so concerned about people washing their hands or washing these cups or? I don't know how you wash a dining couch, but they were concerned about people washing these dining couches. Why was that such a big deal? At this point in history, guys, the scribes and Pharisees, this legalistic, man-made tradition, they believed that by their moral purity, like by their good deeds that they did, that God owed them something, that they put God in their debt. 所以呢，在当时这个法利赛人他们的行为里面，就说如果他们做了一个好行为，这个上帝就欠他们一些东西。That they thought if we do these things, then God must come to us. If we do these things, He actually must help us. 意思就是说呢，如果我们做这件事情，上帝一定要来按照我心里所想的做出来。And maybe you felt that way before, where hey, you know what? I'm going to make a deal with God. If I Do the right thing. If I have the right job, or I don't do this and do this, then actually God owes me His blessing. That's how they're acting. That's what they're thinking. 可能你以前也是这样啊。如果我做了这件事，上帝你就一定要按照我的思想去做。那这个也是法利赛人他们当时的一个行为，是神欠他们的。And there are stories about men and women who actually almost risked their lives because they were so devoted to this moral purity and this ceremonial washing. 那在这个时候的男男女女呢，其实他们都会冒着生命的危险呢，来做成一个在道德上面的这样子的一个洁净的东西。There are stories of men who were in prison in Rome, and instead of using the water that they gave them to drink, they used it to do their ceremonial washing and almost died of dehydration. 那在罗马呢，有人呢就是被关起来哈，可是呢，他们并不会去喝这一些这个狱卒给他们的水，为什么呢？他们觉得要用这个水来把身体洁净，所以很多人都是因为差一点喝不够水而死掉。And I think many of us look at this kind of stuff. Maybe you know other people, and they seem really devoted. But anything that we do, anything that we try to do to make us acceptable to God apart from the gospel, it's not devotion. It's pride. 这个看起来好像很虔诚哈，但是如果你只是为了一个行为去做这些事情，它这个不叫虔诚，这个叫做骄傲。Legalism it says this legalism is looking to something or someone else besides Christ to make ourselves acceptable before God. 律法主义是什么意思呢？就是你在基督以外呢，找到一个可以帮助你在神面前被接纳的一个事情。See at the end of the day, these people in verse five it says, "Why aren't your disciples living up to the system and the traditions that we set up?" Legalism, the way that they define sin, is how well you are or are not meeting their standard and what they set up for you to live by. 
法利赛人呢，在这里就问他说：“你的门徒为什么不按照古人的遗传来做事呢？”意思呢，这就是一个律法主义。这个律法主义呢，它的标准是在人设定下来的标准。It has nothing to do with God's holiness. Many times, it's all about making them look better. Men, and being in power. 这个跟神的这个呃这个圣洁没有任何的关系哈。律法主义呢，就是让你看起来呢比较好。And yet, this isn't a problem that's just in the New Testament. This isn't a problem that just Pharisees and scribes struggle with. I think any one of us who are Christian, we struggle to judge people based upon how they perform or how they act. 这个不只是新约或者是法利赛人，他们正在。处的一个境况当中哈，我想这是我们人类的这样子的一个恶习，我们就是觉得一定要做好事。And what happens many times we struggle with legalism or man-made religion, we use the Bible as a magnifying glass instead of a mirror. 那律法主义就好像是把圣经当成一个这个这个放大镜，而不是用圣经把它当成一个镜子。And so, what happens is we use the Bible as a magnifying glass to see really closely into your sin or your sin or your sin. When in fact, God created the law, God created the Scripture to be a mirror so that we would see our sin, our mistakes, our shortcomings, which drive us to Jesus. We often use the Bible to magnify ourselves, to see the problems of others, and not to see. But here's the problem: every single one of us, that if we struggle with legalism or man-made tradition or man-made religion, none of us live up—not only to God's standard, but none of us even live up to the standards that we place over other people. 那如果我们真的是活在一个律法主义下呢？我们不只是不能够活出神他自己给我们的标准，我们连我们自己人设定的标准都活不到。Now my guess that there are people right now in your life that you're frustrated with. 那我想呢，你现在呢，一定可以想到一个让你觉得受不了的人。It could be your kids, it could be your spouse, it could be your roommate, your boss. 可能你的孩子，或者是你的室友，或者是你的老板。And it might be because you have this expectation, this standard of how they're supposed to act or what they're supposed to do. 受不了是因为呢，你在对方身上呢有一个期待。But my guess is that if you place that same standard over yourself that you're placing on everybody else, we wouldn't live up to it either. 那我想，如果呢，你把相同对人的期待放在你自己身上的话，你可能也做不到。And a perfect example of this is driving. 最好的一个这个例子就是开车。That my guess is, I know if you ride with me, I'm sure if I ride with you, you're going to be driving and you're going to say, I cannot believe this guy cut me off. I can't believe he turned right when he should have turned left. He's literally driving his moto across the the crosswalk right. 本来就是开车就讲说，我真的哎受不了了，怎么没事不应该右转？你怎么可以右转呢？你不是打左转灯吗？快切进来。When it's convenient for you or convenient for me, it's like. Oh, it's okay. I'll just cut this guy off real quick, or I'm in a hurry. I better just turn right, even though it's red. Or no one's watching. I'm just gonna drive through this red light real fast. 那如果是这样子的话呢？大家都都是一样的话，那我也要这样子做哈。然后反正我就立刻切进去，我就会开的比较快一点。我不要不要在这个正道上这样子开。And that's why Jesus, when he hears this critique from these Pharisees, from these scribes, look at how he responds in verses six through seven. 那在第六节跟第七节，我们看看耶稣怎么去回应法利赛人给他的批评。He answered them, Isaiah prophesied correctly about you, hypocrites, as it is written. This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines human commands. Jesus said, 
以赛亚指着你们这些假冒为善的人所说的预言是真的。如今上说，这百姓用嘴唇尊敬我，心却远离我。Uh, this word hypocrite is a strong word. 假冒为善的是一个很强烈的字。The, the word hypocrite actually means to, to act, to be a stage actor, to kind of just pretend. 假冒为善其实就好像是一个演员，就就是假装出来的东西。And, and you know, for for us, we all know what that's like. Because if if any of you met, you know, Donnie Yen, do you guys know who Donnie Yen is in person? Yeah, you would know that he's not Ip Man. He's not the the you know Bruce Lee's master. You know that's not who he really is. Because there's this disconnect to who they portray on screen, who they are in real life. And this is what Jesus's point is. He says these guys they worship me in vain. They can talk a big talk. They can say that they're holy. They can talk about prayers about holiness, but their hearts are far from me. 这就是耶稣这里所说的，他们可以用嘴唇赞美、敬拜、感恩，可是他们心却远离我。And what Jesus is going to show us is that legalism, man-made tradition, man-made religion has no power to deliver us from sin. In fact, he's going to show us it actually enables us and allows us to sin. 律法主义或者是人所制定出来的一个规章，并不能够帮助我们呢脱离我们的罪。In verse eight, Jesus says, "You've abandoned the command of God and you hold on to a human tradition." 第八节这里讲到说，你们离弃神的诫命，拘守人的遗传。Now, why would anybody do this? Why would someone abandon the commands of God that they claim to worship and hold on to this man-made tradition that they set up? 为什么有人会离弃上帝的诫命，然后要去守人所制定出来的这些这个这个事情呢 ？Because it's easier. 因为比较容易。It puts you in power. 它让你有一个力量，你的能力。You become the master of your life. You become the one who's in authority and not God. 你这样子做就是让你成为一个可以掌管自己生命的神。And what happens is when it's convenient for you or convenient for me, we lower the standard. 如果说呢，你只是图这个这个方便的话呢，你的标准就降低了。And, and Jesus is going to show us how the Pharisees and scribes do this. If you look at verses nine through thirteen, this is what he says to them. 那我们看看耶稣呢，在第九节到十三节怎么回答。He says, "You have a fine way of invalidating God's command in order to set up your own tradition. For Moses said, 'Honor your father and mother, and whoever speaks evil of your father and mother must be put to death.'" 在第九节说，你们诚然是废弃神的诫命，要守自己的遗传。摩西说，当孝敬父母，又说咒骂父母的，必致死他。Now the, the Lord commanded you guys in the Old Testament. God commanded that as parents got older, kids were supposed to take care of their parents, right? 在旧约里面讲到说呢，孩子长大之后呢，他们就要去照顾年老的父母亲，对吧 ？And I know in Taiwan, you guys have this is a, such a strong cultural value for you guys. It's called xiao shun. Right. And I want you to know that that cultural value is something that comes from God. He 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 designated that. He created that for His people. But what's happening is that because these Pharisees and scribes have built this whole religious system, it's not about God. It's about them. They actually are allowing and enable people to break the commands of God. 那但
但是法利赛人呢，却制定了一套方式。这个方式呢，根本不是跟神有关系，是关于他们自己的。而这样子的一个制定出来的律法呢，让他们远离了上帝的诫命。See, there's this thing that they had, and they called it Corbin. 那这里呢，有讲到一个个尔版。And what that meant is that if you had something, you say, "Hey, this is Corbin." It was off limits. All of it was devoted to the temple. All of it was given to the priests, the scribes. So I want you to see what these guys are doing because what they're doing is they are allowing people in the name of God to break the commands of God. 那这些人他们做的呢，就是他们允许人们奉主耶稣基督的名来违反上帝的诫命。That what they're allowing these these people to do is to say, you know what? Instead of obeying God's command to take care of their parents when they're older, you know what? Why don't you just give us all that money? Why don't you just give us all that resources to the temple, and we'll enjoy that instead of your parents? They're just like this. 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 They're About this, because if you look at the command in verse ten, it says anyone who speaks evil of their parents deserve to die. But these religious leaders, this system that they built up, they're actually allowing people to do evil to their parents. Jesus 对这个事情非常生气，而且在第十节他也说，咒骂父母的必致死他。那耶稣就看到这些人基本上就是在跟随人所制定出来的一个邪恶的事情。And what we realize, and what we see that the Bible is showing, is that legalism, man-made tradition, man-made religion, it is all about self. That is not for the glory of God, but it's about the glory of self. You know what? What can I get out of this? How can I manipulate the system where I get something out of it? 并不是为了荣耀神而制定出来的律法，这个律法呢，都是想说，我制定出来之后，怎么样可以在这当中得得到一些利处。And I know some of you, there, there are people in our church. I know I've heard your stories where you say that you've been around people who claim to be holy. 那我想呢，也听过很多这个基督徒跟我讲啊，说他们呢跟很多这个圣洁的人在一起。And, in, and in, it's not Christian, but it's another religion. And you've been around these teachers and these religious Leaders, and yet when you're around them, it seems like what they profess to be true and how they live their life are completely different. They may not be Christians, but they are maybe a so-called spiritual teacher. They will say, "He is saying one thing, but in reality, his life is another one." When it's convenient for them, what they tell you to do, they're not doing it because it's convenient for them, and they want to sin and they want to get away with it. That, for them, why say one thing, do one thing? It means that they. And that this is why Paul says in Colossians two twenty three that man made religion, that tradition, that legalism, anything other than the gospel has no power to change you to change anything else in this world. So, Colossians two twenty three says this: although these things have a reputation for wisdom. By promoting self-made religion, false humility, and severe treatment of the body, they're not of any value in curbing self-indulgence.
Paul's saying that even though they might profess to, to give you something, to deliver you from something, to maybe set you free from something, any man-made religion, any man-made tradition has no power to deliver you or to set you free. And so Jesus says in verse 6 through 7, listen, these guys, they honor me with their lips, they talk a big talk, but let me tell you, their hearts are far from me, and everything that they do is in vain. You know, this past week I was watching this video, and there's this, I don't know if you guys have seen these, but it's a it's like a non-Christian reaction to a worship song or, or people worshiping. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. But I, I watched this guy, and, and again, it can be emotional, whatever, but this guy was gripped by seeing a room full of people passionately worshiping Jesus. And I thought, there is no man-made religion, there is no legalistic system, there is no man-made tradition that produces those kind of worshipers. You know, I was talking to this guy last week and he said in Taiwan what people do is what they believe is that to be, in order to be good, if you want to learn to be a better person, you study Buddhism. But he said if you want to be blessed, like if you want some money in your pocket, if you want that business to be better, you go to the temple and you buy by all the all the gods. And so then I just asked him the question. I said, well, you know, what happens if you're not the Akshanda? What happens if you're not a good person and you mess up? And he said, well, you just got to try harder. I mean, you got to read more of the, the Buddhist Bible. You got to do more. You don't need to smoke. You don't need to drink. You just need to try more and try harder. And I know that there are people here, I know that you've maybe tried that, you've maybe done that, but ultimately, whether it's in Christianity or any other religion, when we try to do those things, it leads us to either pride or despair. Because on good days, you might feel like you're doing a great job and you're like, man, I'm killing it here. Why can't other people be as good as me? Why can't my husband or my kids, why can't they be as good as me? But on the days when you mess up, or on the days when you realize you have no power to change your friends or your spouse or your kids, you fall into despair and you say, what can I even do? And I want you to know that Jesus offers you something so much better. Jesus is going to make this massive, like, revolutionary statement. It's going to be a mic drop moment. 
。那这个呢，就是我接下来要讲的那个重点。耶稣呢，会给我们一个革命性的答案。And and and what he's going to do is he's going to tell us, listen, there's these man-made standards, there's traditional standards, but I think what we all want to know is. What is God's standard? What does God actually want? We read a lot of man-made rules, and even some traditional standards. What does God And he wants them to hear what he's about to say. And he says, "Listen to me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that goes into a person from the outside can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him." And so there are these two truths, really quick, that we need to pull from Jesus's statement. And the first truth is that things that have been done to you do not make you unclean. 那这里有两个真理。第一个真理就是说呢，发生在你身上的事情并不可以，并不能够让你不洁净。That that that if, that if you are the victim of someone else's sin that's been done to you, I want you to know that that's not what makes you unacceptable before God. That's not what makes you unclean before God. 如果因为别人犯的错让你成为那个受害者的话呢，他并不能够让你不在上帝面前被不被他接受。In God's kingdom, guess what? There's not one skin color that's better. There's not one culture that's better. There's not one ethnic group that's better. That's not how it works. 那这个社会体系并不是某一个文化、某一个族群、某一个肤色比较好。But the second truth, though, is that what actually does make us unacceptable, what actually does make us unclean, comes. From our hearts. 其实呢，另第二个真理是什么呢？让我们真的不洁净，甚至不能够被接纳的，是从我们内心里面发出来的。And, and so in verse 21 through 23, Jesus gives us this list. Okay, I want us to look at this list. 我们先来看一下二十一节到二十三节，耶稣所说的那个列出来的几点事情。Okay, so he says this: Out of our hearts come evil thoughts, sexual moralities, thefts, murders, adulteries, greed, evil actions. Deceit, self-indulgence, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. 二十一节开始说，从里面出来的是什么呢？恶念、苟合、偷盗、凶杀、奸淫、贪婪、邪恶、诡诈、淫荡、嫉妒、谤赌、骄傲、狂妄。Now, how many of us have done one of these things? 有多少人这些东西都做过？ Maybe multiple of them on a daily basis. 可能一天里面做过好几次哎。And and that's the problem is that Jesus ends this with this statement saying, "These are the things that actually defile you and make us unacceptable before a holy God." 那耶稣呢就在我们一直在犯的这个罪当中，他说这些恶都是从里面出来的，是污秽人的。This is what that means. It means that it's not my parents' fault. It's not my spouse's fault. It's not Trump's fault. It's not Han 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 Guoyu's fault. It's hard to say. It's my fault. I'm going to be held accountable for it. Now, here, you can't just hold your hand up and point at someone. That's not your fault. That's not Trump's fault. That's not Han Guoyu's fault. It's not 
but <laughs> the problem is that is that Jewish people this time, guys, they viewed sin as something that you could catch from other people or other places, like you could catch a cold. Jewish people thought that you could catch sin like you could catch a cold. Now this is actually something that Confucius teaches as well, but Jesus actually says, actually sin is not like a common cold, it's actually like a cancer that's growing on the inside of you. Now wouldn't it be silly if you guys walked to the doctor and they said, hey, I just want you to know that unfortunately you're diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. But all I want you to do is, in order to fix this, all I need you to do is need you to take some vitamin C, and you have to wear a mask, you need to take your temperature, take some Chinese medicine, and you'll be fine. You would say, are you kidding me, doctor? This isn't a sickness that needs to be managed, this is a disease that needs to be destroyed. And can I tell you that sin is the same thing? That sin is not something that we try to manage, that we try to just make ourselves better from. Sin is a cancer that needs to be destroyed and that we need to be delivered from. There's a story of this lady that she she loves snakes. She actually had them as pets. And she would actually let them sleep at the end of her bed. Just follow me for a second. And uh, so she had this one in particular snake. It slept at the end of her bed. She was cute, cuddly, all that kind of stuff. And she said, you know, all of a sudden, she said she noticed that she'd wake up in the middle of the night and the snake, instead of being at the foot of the bed, she'd wake up and it was like stretched right alongside of her. But she knows this snake, it's like her little pet, so she didn't think it was a big deal, but then the snake wouldn't eat. She would try to feed it, but it wouldn't eat. And she'd wake up in the middle of the night and there would be right alongside her instead of in the bed. And, and so she went to the bed and she said, you know, hey, this is what's happening with my snake. I mean, there's multiple problems with this story, right? But she went to the bed and she said, this is what's happening with my snake. And the vet looked at her face and said, You need to kill that snake or you need to get rid of it right away. And she said, The snake is starving itself and seeing how big it has to get before it can devour you, before it can eat you. And can I tell you that that's how we view sin sometimes? Like this little thing that's cute, this little thing that might feel good sometimes, this little thing that's not a big deal, but I will tell you, if we don't get set free, if we don't get it destroyed, it will destroy us. And 
So, so Jesus says, listen, you're mad at me, you're mad at my disciples because we're breaking the tradition of the elders, but guess what? The things that are coming out of your heart, sin isn't just breaking man-made tradition, it's a violation of the holy person of God. And so can I tell you something that is better? I want to tell you something that's better than the Angshan. I want you to tell, I want to tell you something that's better than just being a good person. It's called being holy. It's called being righteous. And it's something better. I know that in Chinese you have this word called xiuxing. You guys know xiuxing. There's something better than just trying to fix yourself. And it's called xing de xing. means a new heart. That Jesus says that this is how I define sin, but I want to tell you about the gospel and how Jesus destroys and defeats sin for us. You see, Christ came to this earth, and here's the thing is that he didn't meet some human standard and he didn't lower the standard of God. He actually met the holy, perfect standard of God completely and fully. And so Romans 8, 1 through 3, it says this, that Jesus has done this. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because of the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do since it was weakened by the flesh, God did. How did He do it? He condemned sin in the flesh by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh as a sin offering. So the way that unclean people are made clean is not by trying harder, it's not by becoming a better person, it's actually by the clean, perfect, holy Son of God being judged on the cross as unclean in our place. And that Jesus was actually judged on the cross for all of those evil things that come out of your heart and come out of my heart, even though he didn't do any of those things. And I get I get I get frustrated when I hear people say that Jesus is just like any other religion, any other type of, of leader. And, and, and people want to say, you know, when you talk to people, well, aren't all religions just trying to teach you to be a better person? Well, maybe every other religion is trying to teach you to become a better person, but there is only one Jesus Christ who doesn't teach you to be a better person. He makes you into a better person through His cross and through His resurrection. And 
And it's not by anything that you can do, it's something that's been done for you. Hear what the Bible says, 2 Corinthians 5.17, it's one of my favorite verses, it says, Therefore, if anyone, anyone, doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter where you've been, if you're in Christ, you are new. There's a, there's a, there's a story, close to the story, just a couple things, but there's a story of a newlywed couple when they got married. And on the wedding night, I've shared this once before, but on the wedding night, uh, these, these two people were Christians. And on the wedding night, I want you guys to imagine this. The, the wife looks at the husband the night they got married and said, during our engagement, I actually was, was unfaithful to you. I mean, could you imagine that? As a, as a husband, you'd be completely shocked. You'd be rocked. And so they, they go to bed, they go to sleep, and they, they wake up the next day, and, and as the wife comes home, she's, she's looking for her husband. And you know, she goes into the living room, he's not there. She goes into the kitchen, he's not there, and so she starts walking back to their bedroom. And as she walks back into their bedroom, she stops. And on the bed was this pure, white, brand new dress laid across the bed. And the husband is standing right beside the bed, and the wife begins to cry. And he looks at his wife and he says this, this, and he points to the dress, this is how I choose to see you. And that is exactly what the gospel says to you and to me. Unclean as we may be, putting faith in Christ, God sees you, through the righteousness of Jesus, pure, spotless, white, forgiven. And so I just I wanna I wanna just I wanna persuade and I wanna plead with us this afternoon. Because what Jesus tells these guys, he says, he says, listen, you are abandoning the way that God has made for you, and you're holding on to these man-made traditions, these man-made religions and systems. I do that so much. I, I neglect the way that God has made for us, and I hold on to my own work. I hold on to my own ways. I hold on to my own righteousness. But I want to ask you, when you look at 
where you want to see change, when you look at the sin in your heart, when you look at the sin that's in this world or things that you want to see change, what are you holding on to for the hope of that? And would you let that go? Would you grab a hold through repentance and faith of the only one, the only thing who can destroy and deliver and set us free from sin, which is Jesus Christ and through his cross? So as we close, we're going to respond. And I want us just to, to remember that as we respond, we respond to the Word of God. It's not to my words, it's not to anything else, it's to the Word of God. And, and here, and here's what we're going to do is we're going to take communion like normal. Now, we're going to take communion like normal. 